How about it, y'all? You got the Lake Seminole Ramblings Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Nichols Lures, handcrafted to perfection. Check them out today at www.nicholslures.com or wherever fine tackle is sold. In this week's episode, we'll bring you the usual fishing report, bring you the results of the high school tournament, show you where we placed on Bassmaster's top 100 list, and more. Big shout out to our Patreons, Brett Bush, Miles Mosley, Mason Mosley, John Sullivan, Doyle Browning, Brent Shaw, and Jamie Kochevall. Y'all, thanks so much for the support. You want to be like these guys? We'll head over to our website and join. Or pick up some merchandise. Check it out, www.lakeseminolramblings.com. And now, let's get on with the show. All right, water conditions report for y'all. Flint River is normal. It's got this little slight stain on there, 83. Uh, Spring Creek is clear, 84. Fish Pond Drain, if you can even get up there, 84. Chattahoochee River stained, 83. Water levels have fluctuated. Uh, we've got rain some, some days, some not. Uh, 76.5 in the beginning of the week to 77.2, with level being 77.1 at publication. So speaking of the drain, has anybody been able to even get up the drain? Uh, it looks like AstroTurf has been installed up there instead of water. Like if you drive over to State Park Bridge, it's like a little snail trail and it gets all the way up there and that's it. So uh, if you live on the drain, what are you doing? You know, like how are you managing what's going on? Because obviously the core ain't doing anything. So I'm just curious uh, if you can even get your boat out or if you can even get up at Ray's Lake. I ain't even tried to mess with it. So. I wonder if uh, the Bassmaster Elite's coming here. It's going to make the core like go into emergency mode and try to clean the lake up a little bit, or if they're just going to let the lake be in this kind of shape and let all the best anglers in the world come here. But, you know, that's okay. Uh, so the fishing's on fire still, y'all. Uh, it is kind of a hit or miss thing during the day, it's a timing thing. Um, but the, uh, the bass are running shad up to ambush po points on these ledges. Um, really what you're looking for is, um, you know, 15, 20 foot water and right next to some really shallow water. And they're just using that shelf right there, that ledge, and they're just stacking the shad up on it. It's awesome. You can sit around these areas and watch them. And, uh, if you get in an area and you see a bunch of activity going on, or you see a bunch of cormorants hanging around an area. That's where you need to be and just hang out there and uh, throw you a spook or throw you a jerk bait, rattle trap, something on those lines. And uh, you will get bit. Uh, I caught one about six and a half pounds yesterday on a, on a spook. I had one about three and a half eat it right before that. Um, so they're still eating the top water pretty good. Um, again, timing's a factor. So you can go a couple hours and not get a bite and then hit them during the feeding time. And, um, you know, you can catch 15. So again, if you see them in an area running shad, don't leave. So I seen some boys, uh, fishing the tournament over the weekend and, uh, the fish and the shad blew up right in front of their boat and they stayed for like three minutes and then moved on. Yeah. They, that frenzy might die down, but you want to make sure that you wait 
because they're going to do it again. They can't help it, especially this time of year. They see that much shad. It's instinct at that point, right? They can't stand it. So they're only going to let that shad hang around so long, and then they're going to eat again. And it might take an hour. It might take two hours. It might take four. You know, who knows whatever, how long it's going to take. That's the timing aspect of it. But if you see them doing that, they're not they're not going to leave and go to Jack's. You know, if you're sitting out in front of Jim's and you see them running shad, why would you leave? And fish ain't going over to Jack's to get a bite to eat and coming back, are they? No. Uh, don't have a catfish report for you. Uh, I'm sure they're still doing the same thing they've been doing. Um, cut bait, river ledges. It, you know, it's it's really locked into a pattern right now. So if you catfish, big ones can still be caught. Just got to go out there uh, towards the nighttime. It's a little bit better in the nighttime. All right, y'all. So we had the uh, high school tournament. So for these high school tournaments, we have a junior and a senior division and the junior division can be uh as early as fifth graders can be in that so uh we had a great turnout for it schools represented were uh, seminole county bainbridge southwest georgia academy and miller county uh 33 uh junior anglers and high school anglers showed up for that so that was a, a pretty great turnout um it's almost better than uh some of the tournaments that we do here, you know, for the grown men. So that's, uh, that's pretty awesome. Great turnout. Thanks to the sponsors that, uh, pitched in for this LSO Westside bait and tackle. First place was Ellis denim, 3.62 pounds in the junior division winner. And second place for that was Lake Shockley at 1.92 pounds. Over on the senior division, John Michael Gubby, 13.14 pounds. Second place, Hayden Reynolds, 12.42 pounds. Third place, Jonathan Jarvis, 9.54 pounds. That was kind of a tough day, but uh, those boys brought some nice fish to the scales. And, you know, these boys are some hammers now. They're always bringing some nice fish. Whether it's Hayden Reynolds or if it's John Michael or Jonathan, all three of them always come to the scales, either winning or second place or third place. It's kind of like a rotation between them three boys. So congratulations, boys. All right, so it's kind of – this is annoying to me, all right? So we're going to talk about this. Bassmaster just released their 100 best bass lakes list. And this is the uh, – so weird how they do it so they do like a southeast and then they do a west and then they do a northeast they do all these different categories and then they rank the 100 best lakes in that area so it's really just a bunch of bs right to me it's like generating content they just got to come up with some stuff they put us at number 17 in the southeast does that make any sense to anybody? Number 17. So let's read what they had to say about why they put us at number 17, okay? Lake Seminole, Georgia, Florida, 37,500 acres. The Georgia Department of Natural Resources ranked this storied bass fishery as the best the state had to offer. The best the state has to offer, right? Right? Based on catch rates and shock assessments, 
The Real Money Team Trail visited here twice this spring, and both times it took more than 22 pounds to win. An April event saw an 8.1 hit the scales, while May event's Big Bass was a 7-3. Interestingly, the weights dropped quickly in the small field events. Still, Seminole has big fish swimming there, and it should be on every angler's bucket list. Y'all, what a bunch of crap. Did they do any research on this lake whatsoever? All they had to do was listen to this podcast, and they would have heard that there was like, I forget what our number is right now. I think with Ryan Higgins is 9.1 or 9.2, I believe it was. We at 9 or 10 fish over 9 pounds. They ain't called me and asked me because they would see the nasty amount of bags that we're catching down here. It takes at least 23 to 24 pounds to win a tournament down here every time. Look at the three fish tournaments that we do. The two that I held on Labor Day, there were two 17-pound sacks with three fish. Like what? But we're the number 17 lake in the southeast? And you know what? I blame some of that on the damn core. Because if they would do something and fix, you know, just fix some of this hydrilla issue. So if you go to a Florida Wildlife Commission's website on Lake Seminole, they report that 70% of this lake is hydrilla. Well, if you talk to any biologist that's worth his weight in sand, he'll tell you that 35% if you if you're knocking on 35% or over on uh, total vegetation, you've got an extreme problem. And I don't think that it's necessarily hurting the fish. I just think that for us we can't get to them. We got an entire area of the lake that's off limits basically cuz it's like astroturf. So I don't know. I I think sometimes these lists right here are just teetotal speculation because All they do is talk about the real money. Okay, real money visit here twice, an eight-pounder. People catch eight-pounders all the time here. That ain't no new news. You know, that's what's confusing. Somebody catches a a six-and-a-half like every day. I mean, that's just an average. You know, everyone's like, oh, yeah, good fish. That's what we call a good one, good fish, right? And everybody that fishes this lake knows exactly what I'm talking about. So how can you... Okay, Georgia, this is the best lake that Georgia has to offer, but it's number 17 in the southeast. Right? Does that make sense? So the minimum that it could be would be number five, right? Southeast, let's, okay, number seven. Okay, let's say there's seven states that they're grouping together in the southeast, Okay. Can't be crappier than any of those other lakes. And I'm not going to pull up the list and go and tear it up, you know, whatever. Because there's some really good lakes on there. They got headwaters in Florida and all that. But see, Seminole's just hard to fish. It's not that the fish aren't here, they don't bite or whatever. It's just a hard lake to fish. I'll put it up against any lake in the country. So it's not that there's something wrong with our fish. You know, maybe we just can't get to them or, you know, but the fish are here. People are catching them. So that's the disappointing 
placement that we've got on the 100 best bass lakes of the southeast number 17 what a joke so i don't take it uh you know i thought about sending them an email and be like yeah just for your information if you'd listen to my podcast once a week you would hear about all these monster fish that are being caught you look at the tuesday and thursday nighters that are being held once a week what are they talking about the weights drop off it doesn't matter if the weights drop off if if you know some of the field can't catch fish the bags are being brought in so i don't know maybe they're ranking it 100 easiest bass lakes in the southeast maybe that's what it should be you know because i care about size and this place has the size so whatever enough crying but yeah that's where we rank and um you know i'd just be real curious because it's been what y'all five years since uh, BASS came here before Michael. I'd be curious to see what the core does. If they'll be out there working, trying to clean it up before BASS gets out here. Because, uh, you know, that whole, that whole north part of Fish Pond Drain is done. I had a bunch of people that stopped me all the time. It's like, man, I can't even get up there. I hadn't even attempted it myself. I drive over State Park Bridge every day going to the house. And it looks like, like I said, AstroTurf. So I don't advise anybody to try to go up there. But a bunch of them anglers are going to find out. So we got to start, we got to come together as a community and put some more pressure on, on the people that run this lake. And going to the politicians is not going to help. They're just going to put a show on, just like they did. You see, everybody sees nothing got done, right? They all laughing at us. They're like, oh, they're just crying about the lake again. No, y'all embezzling money is what you're doing. Because there ain't no... Y'all, did you hear that they're two years behind on the budget? Two years behind on their budget. Why? What do they do? Everybody knows they don't do anything. What do they do with all that money? It doesn't make any sense. We don't have a new dam. We don't have a nice lake. We don't have new channel markers. We don't have anything. We still got shipwrecks all over the place. We still got debris in Jack's Cut. There's a sailboat laying in front of Jack's. Like, what do they do? I'm confused why they're two years behind. They don't spray. They don't maintain anything. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I better hush before uh before I wind up gator bait somewhere. But, you know, I just like to see something done. I'd like to see them fix everything. I'll shut up if they do their jobs. All I'm asking you to do, do your job, do your job, please do your job. It ain't that hard. So I uh, just wanted to give you all a little kind of an update on how the tournament went. It went fantastic. We had uh 33 boats something like that 30 boats a great turnout for monday tournament thanks to all the competitors that came uh, we were able to hand out some trophies and some prize packs and all donated by lake seminole outdoors uh, so a big thank you to our sponsors country boy baits lake seminole outdoors Addie's campground and marina and nichols lures out of thomasville georgia uh, thank y'all so much for making this possible. So uh, we're going to continue to try to have tournaments. 
we haven't had a set schedule of when it's going to happen or anything like that, but we're kind of mulling over some things for uh, next year, kind of bring something different. Um, the tournaments are not designed, so I want to address this right now. Just for the whole community, we can, we can just get this done right now. These tournaments are not designed for one person to come in here and make a killing, okay? These are community events. They're not going to be $200 entries. They're not going to be $100 entries. They're going to stay low entry so that everybody can compete. It's not a, uh, a way to make a couple individuals that win all the time another way to make money. And that's all I'm going to say about it. I love everybody. Thanks for coming out and thanks for participating. But the reason that I'm doing this is so we can come together as a community because we are a community of anglers, right? So that's why we do this. That's the sole purpose. So just wanted to address that and uh, appreciate everybody for saying kind things about the podcast and all the work that I've been doing and all. Um, that really helps me out because it's not easy to do all this. I got a bunch on my plate and, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to stay motivated and y'all keep me motivated. So thank you so much. Thanks for coming out to the tournaments. We tried to make it as professional as possible. We had a, uh, uh, professional scale with display for the crowd to see what the weights were in real time. Uh, we used a uh, tournament software uh, that was able to provide a live leaderboard. So we had a uh, you know, monitor facing the crowd, and they were able to see who was in first, second, third, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we, did, uh, we recorded it. So once we get a little bit better internet capability, um, I think once Starlink becomes available, we're going to be able to, to uh, stream a lot of this. So that's some of my goal is to live stream that event, but we got pretty close. It's on our Facebook and it's on our YouTube. If you want to see the weigh in, um, we had a phenom weigh in. We had two sacks over 17 pounds. So it was a uh, man and very proud, very proud to to announce this. Not one dead fish was brought to the scales not one we had a 100 percent release so uh that was clutch you know that doesn't happen usually there's one fish one or two that die but that was awesome to see 100 percent release and um we set up the tournament a little different we put it pretty close to the water so there was no need to uh, have to tote fish a long distance and stuff like that we had a revive tank right by just in case one needed to be plopped in there real quick um, so that really helped out things. Uh, but yeah, again, thanks to everybody. We had breakfast for everybody when they got there. We had some music playing. We had PA systems so you could hear everything was going on. Uh, there was a side pot, so we tried to do that to make other people, uh, you know, that wanted to try to win a little bit more money. That was an option for them. Um, again, a community thing, right? So we try to take input from everybody and do the best we can, which is impossible to please everybody. There's always somebody... Uh, that's you know doesn't agree with everything but again if we look at it as a community type deal then everybody's happy um 
This is not FLW. It's not BASS. It's not, you know, whatever. So, uh, speaking of tournaments, I want to tell you all about uh, this St. Jude. This will be the first annual St. Jude Bass Tournament here at Lake Seminole. It's coming out of Sneeds, okay? Um, January 14th. So, we're going to go ahead and start talking about this early and get the awareness out there. They will launch at Safe Light. Weigh-in's going to be uh, determined at a later date. They're going to have food vendors there. And all the proceeds will benefit uh, St. Jude. Okay? If y'all ain't familiar with what St. Jude does for kids, um, you need to look into that. It's it, Their story is just unbelievable what they do. Uh, these sick kids, it'll break your heart. Um, but they've saved so many kids and they help so many families. So it's for a really good cause. There will be, okay, so for the guys that want to compete for money, there will be a payout. Um, but again, this is a charity tournament, so keep that in mind. There will be some sponsor gifts. Uh, Seminole Guide Services donated some stuff. Seminole Rod and Reel Repairs donated some stuff. So um, there's some other uh, local businesses that are getting behind. They're also looking for some more sponsors. So if you are a local business owner and would like to sponsor this tournament, they would be greatly appreciated. There are tax uh, deductible donations, and they can give you those forms and all that good stuff. So even more reason to do it. Uh, this is not a uh, kind of a new tournament. These folks have been running tournaments for 20 years. This will be a professional event. You know, there won't be any Mickey Mouse Club or anything like that going on. So uh, make sure we go over there. There'll be raffles. There'll be door prizes. Um, there'll be all kind of stuff going on. It'll be a great event. It'll be similar to kind of how we do things. Uh, community type deal coming behind a real good cause. So let's go over there and show them what we can do on the Georgia side and pile over there to the Florida side. Yeah, y'all, I appreciate it. We are starting to look for uh, some title sponsors and all for 2023. So we're looking for uh, boat sponsors. We are looking for a um, a marina to partner with. So if you are a listener... And you would like to partner with the Ramblins, get with me, Lake Seminole Ramblins at gmail.com. We've had a few companies reach out to us wanting to do some work, and that is fantastic. I'm humbled, and I really appreciate that. But I wanted to go ahead and leave that out there. If you are wanting to officially work with the uh, Ramblins for advertising for next year, get with me, Lake Seminole Ramblins at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Lake Seminole Ramblins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Taylor. Y'all, thanks so much for listening. Remember, we have Lake Seminole merchandise available for sale on our Lake Seminole Ramblin' store. So head over to our website, check that out. We also have waypoints. You can buy one, 150 up to every waypoint that I've ever seen in my life in my entire collection. That one's a little pricey, but it's available. Also, Patreon. If you want to be a Patreon, check out our website. We have a couple different subscription packages for you. And uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe, you know, check us out on YouTube or give us a follow on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Give us a like on Facebook, Instagram, all these crazy social media sites. There's so many of them. But y'all, I appreciate the support. The community's really come behind the podcast. It keeps me motivated, makes me want to continue to do it for y'all. So thank you, thank you so much. And uh, until next time, see y'all later.